All right, so okay. start with the beat. Let's do this. Okay. Let's do the freestyle rapping. All right, right. One day in front of Uniqlo, we're stuck here talking about the flow. Really, we really don't know, but we're here to do an intro. For sure. <laughs> okay, that's not bad. Yeah, that's not no, bad. That wasn't bad. Yeah. That was like, that's like, Anyways. Way well, better. Yeah, it was way better. We had like 50 takes, as usual, Sandy. No, the last time we had 500 plus. <laughs> Minus, Minus 500, 500 plus. plus. I love that. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to the podcast and we finally have a name for it. It's called the Let's Talk About It. Yeah, let's where talk we about it. Talk about it. About anything. <laughs> about anything. Anything, everything, all around this. But today, there's one thing we're going to be talking about and that is, what is it? We're going to organize the workflow on getting to the flow. How are we going to organize that? Nice. So, organizing workflow and flow. That's something we always kind of like hear about in like TED Talks, self-help books and all that. Mm -hmm. But why don't you break up, like, Abel, why don't you help us break down a little bit about what flow is or the workflow? What, what is that all about? Yeah, thanks, Josh. Yeah, that's a lot of ways to go about defining what the flow is because different people call it different things. Mm -hmm. uh, some people call it getting into the zone. Mm. But here we're talking, yeah, it's basically that. How do we get into a place where we are the best us? Mm. The state where we're doing, the, we're doing things excellently. And this, this term itself is actually by a Hungarian psychologist. Mm -hmm. The first time I saw his name, I tell you, I, can't, I don't even know how to pronounce it. I had to search it out. And <laughs> it's actually pronounced Mikhail Csikszent. Mikhail. Mikhail Chiksen Mikhail. Yeah, we'll put the, the name there in the yeah. description. Yeah. Right? And so he he he's a he's a flow theorist and he got this term out and he wrote a book called Flow in 1990s. Wow. Yeah. His name really had a flow, man. You gotta say it twice. <laughs> Dang, that's amazing. So what was it about his research on flow that intrigued you about this topic of flow? G Great question. Yeah, this is actually going to be building on to what we talked about the last time in the first episode, mm -hmm. which we were talking about how to stay creative uh, during the time of CMCO. Yeah. Right. And for me, being at home or sometimes being stuck at home, uh, I, I feel stuck. Yeah. And it's unproductive. And I think I constantly ask myself, how can I get better at this? Like, mm. how do I get into the zone or get into the flow so that my I feel productive. I feel like I've accomplished things. Mm. So that's why I started this research and it got me into this whole, like I, I went into the... The flow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went on the river flow. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what happened. Nice, nice. And through that flow, I guess what I'm hearing is that flow, I mean, whenever we hear about getting in the zone or getting to mm -hmm. that productive space, it's like a destination. Like we gotta get there. But this sounds like it's kind of like a, like it's a state of mind, or is that kind of like a a train where it's it's ongoing, but it's not quite like okay. Once we reach there, we're there. Like yeah. it, it's kind of like has to be carried on. It's gotta somewhat be maintained. Or yeah, it's gotta, you're right. Yeah, I, I like yeah. the word that you brought out, maintain. Yeah. because it's so it's kind of like cruising. Mm. So I give you an analogy here. I would say like if uh, I'm not a pilot. But 
I would say they were. I mean, if you have sat in a plane, which I believe many of us haven't what's for that? a while. What's that? Dude. <laughs> what is a plane? Yeah, man. Yeah, what, what is flying? About? Yeah, what's flying? What's flying? You just walk. Yeah, dude. Or drive. Yeah, or grab, or grab, grab it. Lah. <laughs> but once upon a time, <laughs> there were pilots and planes. Yes. And at some point, if you're going to your destination, the pilot will go into autopilot uh, or cruise mode, uh, which means, and they do that so that they can save fuel. Yeah. So the same thing for a car, there is a cruise control. Yeah. Some cars, you can actually, once you reach a certain speed, you can hit on that button and then it's going on cruise. Mm. So similarly, I think that's what this is. It's mm. really maintaining the rhythm mm. or the momentum mm. and yet producing great results and spending less energy. Right. So it's like minimal, not saying minimal effort, mm. but it's like maximum output. That's but right. In that sense, it feels like you're yeah you're on the top of the world you're getting 101 things exactly. down your mm-hmm. emails are going sky high so in that sense like how 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 is that flow kind of like for everyone to kind of understand what does flow feel like because i'm sure everyone feels flow differently but what's kind of like some of the foundational things that feels like you know like for me like when i get into the flow i'm mm. like oh my gosh like i am my dopamine's high or like yeah. i i just feel like i am uh, it doesn't matter if I don't get enough sleep. I'm just I just don't feel tired. I, yeah. I, is that considered flow or yeah? What would it, I would that say be? definitely some mm. of those uh characteristics of flow, mm. and you can actually study more by hearing more on this person named uh, Stephen Kotler. Oh, I love Stephen yeah, Kotler. Stephen yeah. Kotler. He's actually building upon what uh Mikhail Chikson Mikhail has <laughs> has written in the past. Nice. But he's using it more for he's studying athletes mainly. Oh yes. People who do like extreme sports mm-hmm. and how do they get to that moment where they do this really like impossible stunt yeah and how do they do that in that moment mm. so he was trying to study that and he's trying to apply that to our day-to-day lives mm. and so the, these athletes actually feed back some of these characteristics that you described mm. like like full-on like you're engaged yeah you are so it's not just brainless work where mm. it's re- repetition but it's really full engagement yeah when you feel like time seems to distort Okay. Like, you, like as if time slowed down. Mm-hmm. You feel like you don't need to eat. You don't need to like sleep even some wow. people. But yeah. because you're just enjoying the work. Yeah. You're enjoying the activity. And yeah, you, you can, you're giving, you're getting also great results from that. Like for mm. example, the extreme sports example, they get to do like a stunt that they've never done before. Mm. Like Tony Hawk on, the, on Pro Skater. You oh, know, man. like, yeah. Love that guy, man. I used to play his games a lot. Yeah, only up to two though. <laughs> yeah, I know. The rest. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So in a sense, it's the challenge is doing something that you, um, it's it's not say like you know flow in a way has to be easy. It's not like uh, I think you've mentioned before uh, or seen the analogy of like cutting, chopping onions or uh, folding or ironing clothes. It's like challenging. Engage. It's tapping in your whatever you want a prefrontal cortex or you know yeah. your brain and getting that whole dopamine effect and it's also the feeling of what time is distorted that's a, that's really interesting of how you you kind of like put it because it feels like um suddenly it, you're going on a good productive system and suddenly it's 5 p.m and like oh okay yeah. like wow it's almost done or like oh i did a lot within an hour it can mean so many things in so many different people but the feeling is still there right that's right yeah mm. and i'm just curious because i mean for me even whoever who's listening, like if you do have any of these uh, like moments yeah. where you feel like you're in the flow as described by me, 
like time distorts um, and like the whole world around you shuts out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do write out what what, what were you doing, you know, yeah. like dude, yeah. So for, for me, um, I guess when I'm engaged writing a story or a script that I really believe in yeah. um, and I, I'm engaged with the, the, the message and the story itself. Mm. And so that's where I feel like I'm in the, the, the state of flow. Yeah. Uh, but then again, there's so many distractions. There's so many things that stop me from being in the flow. I know, right? So that's why I, I'm, I'm really curious to study more on this. Yeah. And I think it's really, you really uh, tapped on something because it's like you're so engaged and you're so curious to kind of like not just uh, about what you're creating but how it can grow. So I, I feel the same way when I'm like video editing. Mm. Like I just don't bother about eating lunch, eating dinner. Uh, I just am on a roll. But there's times where like That's obviously word, roll. on a roll. <laughs> In a flow, on a roll. <laughs> yeah, cold. <laughs> it's like, you know, I, 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 when I'm editing and there's some days where I'm editing a client video I'm not in the flow because I think it's either the work is boring or it's just something not I'm, I, I like. Yeah. I, I guess that is a part that it's not just about the challenge or the difficulty, but it's like we really like doing it. I've edited videos where I can spend like eight hours and I'm not eating and I'm still in love with it. I don't care. I'm on a good roll. I'm on like on high. I'm on yeah. like on a 12 out of 10. Yeah. Right. And can I ask you more? Like at yeah. those times, is it because it's like to you, those are just repetitive work? I mean, you're good at it mm, mm. and there might be some challenge in it. Yeah. Uh, but is it because it's repetitive that you feel that way? I think it's a good question because I think it's the reward. Okay. I mean, not talking about like the money wise, mm. uh, but I guess the satisfaction and fulfillment because sure, money can uh, make me happy to a certain level. Uh, but I think there's a new kind of uh, fulfillment in a sense that like, okay, I'm doing this work and it's enjoying I'm enjoying it because uh, it's something that I've either wanted to do or it's something that tickles my creativity so right. when it doesn't hit those marks and it's just all about either it's the money or maybe it's because it's a job right. then the the flow isn't fully there there is a flow but okay. it becomes more systemized it's just like kind of like um, factory work if that yeah. makes sense yeah, yeah. And I think that you hit a great point in a sense that challenge itself is subjective yeah right and when someone says oh this was really challenging to me mm. there's so many ways it can be challenging like in our line of work in, in, cre in the creative line of work yeah. I guess you could say time is a challenge yes. like if there's a limitation of time yeah. that is a challenge yeah. uh, and then there's also a limitation of resource mm -hmm. like you know during production or during post-production so different people would feel the the adrenaline rush yeah. Uh, in, in different kinds of challenge I guess yes. but if that's your kind of challenge I think the flow the state of flow does say that there's a chart you can go online and find this oh is there nice yeah which is that mm. on um, which is the x or y axis vertical is, is okay vertical is x y hey wait no wait a minute yeah yeah we're, we, that's why we're in the creative <laughs> industry because we're not doing math yeah, yeah. so anyway the vertical <laughs> the vertical is challenge imagine with me yeah vertical challenge horizontal is um uh skills okay, okay. so it, it does say that it the higher the challenge yeah and if your skills are low mm -hmm. you actually feel worried and anxious right the higher the anxiety and that's not good yeah because then you end up not being able to achieve it and feeling like you you failed mm. uh, and end up keep worrying right but 
on the other side, if you have high levels of skill and low challenge, you get bored. Fair. You get like overly relaxed. And so I guess in this chart, what they're trying to say is we want to get to more, we, we want to influence to increase our skills. Yeah. At the same time, we also want to increase the challenge. Mm. And that gets us closer and closer to the flow. Right. Yeah. Right. And I guess like even in this time, you know, um, there are in the beginning when the lockdown happened, when MCU happened, um, at this time when we're doing this podcast, there's the CMCO still going on. And I think there are many people in the beginning where we were saying about like, don't waste this lockdown, don't waste this pandemic because it's time to grow, it's mm. time to learn. Yeah. And I think that's all true. I think that's great. Uh, but, you know, I think after six or seven months of a lockdown, it kind of feels kind of like, ah, really tiring. And maybe the challenge mm. or the type of challenge we're facing is always different. Or maybe it's become so numb or too, put, right. too, too repetitive. And right now, I think I'm in this phase where I am being challenged in a different way of getting the flow going on. Okay. So like, for example, uh, I don't know about you, Abel, but when I work at home, I love working from home. Uh, but now I've come to a point where I kind of dread it because mm. uh, I, have, I have so much energy that I just want to like go out and do stuff or at least travel to the office to get work done. Right. But yeah. now because like I have so much energy in me that I can't sleep at night. So my flow works better Man. late at night. Okay. Okay. So in a sense, that's how I try to get productive. And um, in a sense, it's great. It's helpful to realize that. But I don't quite like working late at night and wake, waking up late because I mm. feel groggy and I'm working from home. Everything is supposed to be my zen, peaceful space. Yeah. But, you know, when work is work, like, I just need to get things done. And I don't mm. know if that makes sense. So I kind of have to, like, find the time to get that flow going. Yeah. 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 And that plays such a factor because it's a new kind of challenge at the same time. It is, yes. Yeah, the surroundings. I do feel for you, though, because it's like, You've got all, like you said, you've got all that energy, yeah, and you want to spend it, yeah, but you you're stuck, yeah, right, <laughs> yeah, and I I feel you because I I think I agree, I empathize in that same way, and um for me I'm a guy who needs to move, yeah, and walk, yeah, to to I think get ideas or to generate ideas, and so being stuck at home, oh man, yeah, it's after I mean I can handle it for a week or two, but. Yeah. Like even now, as you're talking, we're we're going for an extension. So I know. So there is. it's like you're getting a bit cabin fever, man. Yeah, you're right. So how do we how do we still get into the flow? I guess that's the question. One of the right. questions. I guess right now, so for those who are listening for the first time, Abel and I, we run a video production house. It's yeah. called Stride Media. And we do videos for corporate education and even uh, Christian organizations because we're Christians and we hold faith very strongly and, mm -hmm. but we don't we, we try our best to not push it into this podcast but it's something that obviously we would love to talk about and right now we I think fair to say Abel you handle a lot of the operations side on the back end and yeah. uh, we've had a good flow of communication yeah. and uh, systemizing what we need to so that we can be able to be free to be creative on the other things that matter. So yep. I think for one thing right now is having a system of communication and workflow so far. Yeah. yeah. And that's part of the, the, the topic title. We call it workflow, right? Yeah. And I guess we are trying to make it practical. Yeah. It's it's easy to say we can to get into the flow. Yeah. But how do yeah. we get there, right? And yeah. for, for me, I think I realized that each of us, we got to start structuring mm -hmm. our lives in a way where it helps to aid us to get into that flow. Yeah. So practically for us, like you brought up, uh, Josh brought up about me being in the operation side. 
So we have kind of like tried out things like Slack. Yeah. We tried out apps like Notion. And yeah. I'll, I'll, there's so many other apps out there that yeah. we have not tried. But I believe that trying all this is finding a way for us to ease that workflow. Yes. So that we can uh, yeah. get into the zone better. Into yes. the flow. Yeah. And I think like, and, and I think for flow or workflow there or any work in general, there will be roadblocks. Yeah. There will, will be bumps ahead. And I think having these structural workflows help kind of reduce that. Yes. So for example, I know in the beginning, uh, we were doing a lot of communication through WhatsApp only. Yeah. And when it's, and we were friends before co-workers. So I think, we, I really enjoy like having those fun chats with you. Yeah. But when work becomes a part of like that space of WhatsApp, it's hard to kind of like keep track and the flow of everything. So separating it with Slack for work and with WhatsApp for fun. And now we're using Notion to keep track of the mm. different projects. Yeah. It's helpful in a sense to uh, reduce. What we're trying to do is like reduce the bumps and the roadblocks to yes. make sure that we get to the best flow that we can get. Yeah, yeah, fully agree. And I, I, it's eased communication. It's eased also the, um, the, the way we think when we are, at least for me, when I look at like Slack, when we're communicating about work, yeah. straight away I can track with you. Straight away I can track about, okay, this is what we're doing for the project. Yeah. And uh, that helps me to narrow and helps me to focus yes. basically. And that's part of flow. Yeah. yeah. And that's about the communication side. And so far, I think it's been going really well. And mm. I think two other aspects that we've been trying to get a good flow is uh, routine yep. as a team and also goals, I guess. I mean, right now, we're reaching the tail end of 2020 and yep. uh, stepping into a Don't new year. Don't remind me. I know. Like, the, <laughs> the time, where did it go, man? It was all just went, just taken away by COVID. And, uh, but nonetheless, I think it's good to kind of see a new year coming about, you know, start fresh, yeah. uh, start new. And uh, although we don't know, it might start off again with this whole pandemic or no one knows. We don't right? know. Yeah. But in the end of the day, I think it's still good to put in goals, to set aside time to like find what we want to grow in in next year and have a way to, I guess it's always good to have the end in mind so that we can have a good flow. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. And I, I love the routine that you've set. Because I think the routine itself, uh, having like a schedule, Monday to Friday, um, what has helped me is that it has got me to think about, hey, what other activities can I include? Yeah. Like, for example, we talked about having a movie uh, in the mind. Like, it's not necessarily a casual movie, but it's no. more like related to learning. Yeah. Right? It's a watch party a bit. Yeah. yeah. And, and for me if we didn't have that that schedule, we didn't have that routine put in, then we wouldn't stretch ourselves yeah. to include some of these things. Yeah. That really helps us to be better. Yeah. And remember that chart, the yeah. skills. Yeah. So again, upping the skills, upping the challenge. Yes. That helps. Yeah. Yes. And I think the reason why we chose movies is because we love movies. Uh, yep. We love mm -hmm. drawing creativity because we that could be a topic. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, I mean, it would be good to know as well, like other people, what do they like to, what kind of movies, what kind of movies you want to watch that inspires you to create, you know? Yeah. Because in the end, like what you said about flow is tapping into the thing that we like, uh, that's not boring, that's not just routine. Because, I mean, we're not the best at what we do, but we love what we do and we want to grow better to be able to not just serve the clients, but even uh, the people around us and even ourselves. How can we grow, grow better as a creative and drawing inspiration I think that's so crucial to have into our routine, yeah. into our workflow. 
uh, we got to feed ourselves creatively too, right? That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. So that that is one of the ways or two of the ways. Many of the to? ways. I think three yeah. or four. Yeah. <laughs> We're just talking about it. We, we don't keep track. We just talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was thinking about there's this other thing that it, it, it's important just in the back of my mind. Yeah. Right. I think health. Yes. Yeah, right. So true. So I was just thinking, man, we are, we are facing these as a global pandemic. We have no idea what's going to happen next. But one thing is, in, we have in control, our bodies. Yes. Uh, how we spend our time to make sure we are healthy. Yeah. And I think that also helps us with the flow. Yes. Concentration, it- attention. I don't. I don't think I need to really spend time to break it down. <laughs> no. But yeah, it is. It it plays a factor. It does, and I think you tapped on really good. And I want to expand on it as uh, mental health. Right. So yeah. true. You know, uh, it's not just about like making sure we keep fit, but keeping fit can help with our mental health too. And um, knowing that, I think uh, it's a struggle. Definitely, we can't control our thoughts, but we can somehow feed it to be able to stay healthy because our mind is still a muscle and we got to keep it fit, man. Like, I don't know how you do it, but for me, I think reading has been a, a very good thing. Um, journaling has been very helpful. I know you've been writing a lot. So I, and I think running mm. is quite more of a mental sport rather than than a physical sport. Right, yeah, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I've been running quite a bit recently and thanks to Josh. And I know we're, we're doing a podcast right now, <laughs> but I rarely listen to the podcast in the past. But now I've been enjoying putting on just different things nice. and listening. And again, my motivation behind it is really to learn yeah. and to grow. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And I hope everyone here has kind of like taken something away or if there's something that we feel you guys feel like we're missing. We don't have a platform for you guys to comment yet, but we'd love to, if you guys know us personally, just send us a feedback, send us what you guys think about uh, this topic on flow and how you guys get into the flow too because we're we're learning too yeah 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 so i think for me before i pass it to josh to end this uh, i would say the few things you can go back and watch or read is you can spend time on flow which is by michael chiksen michael he's a flow theorist and that's the foundation of it or you can just research on stephen kotler and the books that he's written that he has written and the things that he's done his research you know on flow itself i think it will be helpful uh to, to help you to organize your workflow and to get into your own flow that's right and thank you guys so much for listening and considering our podcast something worthwhile for uh, 20 minutes of your life and we would love to have you guys uh, tell us what you guys think somehow some way and do take care stay safe and we hope that you get into the flow of things oh yeah you know get into the flow for sure let the wind blow what else I don't know? Unique glow. I think we gotta go. <laughs> <laughs>